future self will thank you adulting 101 tips for your teenage years and beyond i am your host dr ade and in this podcast we talk all things life skills financial literacy and things that teenagers need to know for a seamless and smooth entry into adulthood without the overwhelm Hello, hello, my people, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we are talking about credit cards. What are they? What are the advantages of having a credit card? What are some inconveniences? And what are some of the ways you can put in place to use them in a wise and responsible way? So I'm going to be very passionate today because... I got introduced um, to credit cards really late um, in my life, actually, when I moved um, to the U.S. And in the beginning, I struggled really to understand what they were and why I needed them. So that's something that I'm really, uh, now that I know more, passionate about. And there are a lot of things to say, but I'm just going to focus on the main things of what they are. And as a person, how you can use them wisely so you do not end up in a trap. Because, again, numbers are out there that credit card debt is a real thing. And my goal for you as a teenager, as a young adult, is that you do not experience any credit card debt. So hopefully the information that I will provide today would help guide you and give you some pointers so that you know what to do in the face of a credit card and when it's time for you to get one or if you already have one. So credit cards are basically a line of credit. It is someone that lends you money and is expecting for you to pay it back and with interest. So last episode, we talked about debit cards when we talked about the banking system and how the debit cards were tied to your own personal checking account, right? Credit cards are completely different. They are separate from your accounts. Even though your bank can give you a credit card, they are separate from your your, your, your bank account and you have to pay them back later. And it's not only banks that provide um, credit cards, other institutions or other stores, the grocery stores can um, give you a credit card Clothing stores can give you a credit card. Furniture stores can give you a credit card. And their goal is to entice you to spend money in their store, right? Because if you have a credit card from a specific clothing store, you may be tempted to just buy your clothes <laughs> in that store because they would you know, present the credit card with maybe a few perks. And we will talk about it a little later. But now let's just focus first on all of the things that are similar from credit card to credit card, regardless of who gives you that credit card, okay? So each credit card has a line of credit. The line of credit is the maximum amount of money that is on the card that you can spend. So it's the limit. Credit cards sometimes have a limit of 500 for small credit cards, and some can go all the way to $10,000, And, you know, the way you move from $500 to the $10,000 is going to depend on, you know, your income, how you've used the card in in the past and how that company trusts you. And (laughs) 
And I'm using air quotes here to give you that line of credit that is, you know, so big. And sometimes it can be actually even more than that. Okay, so line of credit is the maximum amount that you can use in um, on the card. Interest rates. Each card comes with interest rate. The interest rate vary anywhere from 17% to 27, 28%. Some cards are even higher, but that's usually um, the average. So the interest rate is going to apply on the money that you owe. Later on, we will see how by making a good use of the credit cards, you can skip the, the, the interest rates and the interest fees. Okay. Third, each credit card has a minimum payment amount. There is the minimum that you need to pay. You can always pay more than that. And we'll see later how you always want to pay more, but you cannot pay less. Okay, so minimum um, payments vary anywhere from $20 to $40, maybe a little higher if um, your line of credit is really large. But $40 is what I've seen most commonly, even on the cars that I do have. Um, so, of course, because it's money that is lent to you, there is a payment due date. So that's the day by which the bank or the stores decides that you need to pay it by. So you'll see it appear when you receive the bill. And usually it's sent through paper. You can have, you know, an online electronic uh, bill, but it will be the same thing, basically. In addition to the payment due date, you will have the balance statement that will appear on your bill. So the balance statement is the money you owe at the closing of your billing period. So the billing periods are every 30 days. And of course, it's going to depend on when you open that credit card, right? If you open it on the first of the month, it would be from the first to the 30th and so on and so forth. But it's always like a 30 calendar day. So that's the billing period. So within that billing period, that's when your balance statement would be. So it's the money you have spent in that time frame. Another thing that you would see appear on your bill is what they call a late penalty fee or a late fee. Yeah. Anyways, so if you are late to pay your bill, if you do not pay it by the due date that is stated on the bill, there is a flat fee of $37 most often um, that would be applied to your debt. So you don't want to be late ever paying your bill because $37, it's not nothing. So those are the main things that you would find regardless of what type of credit cards um, you have. So now let's talk about maybe why you would want um, to open a credit card to begin with and what are some of the um, advantages of having a credit card. So one of the advantage and the one I guess that banks maybe um, advertise more is that by using a credit card, it contributes to building your credit score. And credit score is a big topic. We will talk about it in the next episode in detail. But basically, it's a system commonly used in the U.S. that is a number that assesses how 
trustworthy of a person uh, you are um, in how you are paying, you know, what you owe on time and things like that. So by having a credit card and paying it on time contributes into that number. It's not the only thing, but it does contribute. So that's one of the advantage because credit cards would be looked at for much bigger things, right? If you want to borrow some money to buy a car, for example, or if you want to borrow some money to buy a house, they would look at that number. That's one of the things. Again, that would be a whole separate topic next time. So I'm not going to spend more time on it today. So that's one of the advantages. Um, the second advantage is that, for example, when you are looking at credit cards from a specific store, it can offer you a duration um, during which, yes, you will not pay an interest rate. So let me explain. You go to a furniture store. You just moved out of your parents' house. You have your apartment and you need some furniture. You decide to go to that store and you find that most of what you need are in that store, right? If you get, let's say, a credit card from that store, $1,000, they would say, oh, we're giving you $1,000 to pay the furniture or we're lending you $1,000 to pay the furniture, but you don't have to pay the uh, $1,000 right now. You can spread it out throughout one year without interest. So it means that the 17 or 27% interest rate is not going to apply to you. Right? You just have to pay the minimum payment or a little bit more until you are done. And within that year, there is no interest rate. That can be a great thing if you know that by one year, you will pay off that card. So that can be something very interesting to consider. That's a second advantage. A third advantage is that some credit cards offer some purchase protection. If there is um, a purchase that is made and something happens. You can sometimes, you know, file a claim. If you lose your credit card or someone uses it fraudulently, they will reimburse you the money. Um, sometimes you actually need a credit card to be able to rent a car. Some rental companies will not take a debit card for some reason. So that's one instance. If you're planning on renting a car, you need a credit card. So that's one thing. And sometimes also they can provide some protection on travel um, and things like that. Again, I'm not an expert at all. That's just from the little experience that I have. Um, so those are some of the, some of the advantages um, to having a credit card. Now, let's talk about the inconvenience. Um, a clear inconvenience is credit card fraud. You may have heard horror stories of people's credit cards being stolen and being used so much that, you know, um, the people end up, you know, in that debt, um, even though the company usually is always to track and figure out that it was not you who used it. That's still a stress because then, you know, someone is using, um, stealing your, your information and shopping, basically, um, everywhere. So that's one clear um, inconvenience. The second inconvenience that can be really tricky or hard to get out of is the high probability, again, if you're not aware and if you're not really thinking about it this way, to end up with credit card debt. And that can be 
really hard to get out of, right? Meaning that because they give you a line of credit that does not come directly out of your account, that's money that you can basically spend and blow and think that you would just pay it off like that. You have a line of, let's say, $5,000, and in your checking account, you don't have $5,000, but you can spend that $5,000. If you're not responsible or not thinking about um, what that implies, it can be tricky down the road. So spending money that you don't physically have or that is not in your account can be tricky, again, if you do not have the proper system in place to make sure that you're tracking um, what you're doing. Related to that is uh, the interest rates that are going to be applied on that card, right? If you do not pay off your card every time, the remainder balance that you have not paid, those interest rates are going to be applied. Again, you have spent $1,000 during that billing period. Minimum payment is $40. If you only pay $40, That means that even if you do not spend more on that card, the next time around that you receive a bill, you owe um, $960. The interest rate is going to be applied on that. So the more you take to pay the card, the more interest rate are going to apply and you may end up owing more on the card than actually what you use, um, you, you spent on the card. So that's one thing where quickly you can end up owing big times if you do not pay off the card on time. And the third thing is, of course, um, not paying on time is not only going to impact you financially in the case that you have to pay additional fees, but it can also play negatively on your credit score and later on maybe create um, some problems down down the line. So those are the, the main things. Now, how can you, oh, one um, advantage, actually, I'm sorry, that I completely forgot to mention uh, in, um, for, for credit cards are sometimes the, the rewards that are associated to that. So to entice you to use the credit cards, the banks, for example, are going to say that every time that you make a purchase, you will receive 1% to 3% of the amount of your purchase as points and those points can be you know translated later into dollars and that you know that's technically and again I'm putting ear quotes air quotes in there um free money so the more you use the card the more points you earn and potentially the more money you can redeem that's one advantage that they present um other companies um for clothing for example you will have more, um, how do you call it, discounts. If you have the card, let's say they're saying, oh, we have a sale of 50%. But they will say, if you have our card, you can take an additional 25% off. So you end up having 75% um, discount and things like that. So there's always something that they give you to kind of get you. <laughs> to use the card. So those are the things. So when you are thinking about getting a credit card, there are specific things you may want to consider. And that's what I want to talk about next. So how can you use credit cards responsibly? There are two schools of thoughts. People saying 
never use a credit card. You do not need it. Don't even think about it. And some, you know, use them. I'm never in the case of telling people, you know, don't do this. I just believe from, you know, the, the, the upbringing that I've received that you can be disciplined about what you're doing as in everything else and use tools at your disposition in a wise way instead of just trying to cut them out completely to avoid anything. Just learning how to use them responsibly can, um, can benefit you in the long run. So the first thing is that to think about is when you are using a credit card, imagine that you are basically using the money that you have in your account and you are using the credit card to pay for things you would have paid for anyways, right? It's not for extra, it's not for saying, oh, I have $1,000 in credit card, let me just go pay that $500 coat if you didn't plan for a coat and if you didn't have the money to buy a coat. So always use the credit card knowing that you have the money in your bank to pay it right away and right off. And that's going to be important because the second thing is never pay only the minimum payment. Because if you only pay the minimum payment, one, it's going to take way longer to pay off that card. Two, that's where the interest rates are going to apply. But if you always pay the balance statement, meaning that the full amount that you indeed use that card for, if you pay it right then, you will never have to pay um, interest fees, right? But paying it off right away means that you do have the money saved up somewhere and those were um, expenses that you anticipated, that you knew you were going to do. You just use the card either to build your credit or, you know, to get some points that you think are going to benefit you. But you used it knowing full well that you already have the money saved up and you can just pay off the credit card. And the third thing is to think about which type of credit cards you need and how many um, you want. So usually what happens is that even though they are playing a role in your credit score, you do not need 10 credit cards. To begin with, if you are a young teenager who is just getting into um, adult life, one credit card, two, more than enough, more than what you need. And, you know, personally, I don't have that many. I have, what, four credit cards and my credit score is totally fine. So you do not need many credit cards to build your credit. So that's something to keep in mind because you can be mis misled into thinking that the more credit cards you have, the better your credit score is going to be, even though you're paying them off um, in full. So that's not, um, that's not accurate, okay? So you do not need that many. Another thing to consider is to be really selective, right, about the type of cards that you are going to sign up for. Again, you do not need that many, and you want to make sure that any card that you have is aligning with your what you need and your goals. So you will be tempted. Every department store 
will always offer you a credit card saying, oh, if you sign up for this, you will get only you, you get 10 percent off your first payment with that card. And if you go by that, you will end up with 10 credit cards uh, in your hand. You do not want to keep track of that many cards, especially if, for example, the store, you don't go there that often. And you don't need that card that often because the danger can be that if you have those many cards, you will feel like, you know, you need to go shop there. The temptation will be here. But if you do not have the cards, then the problem is not there. But if you're selective and you know that, let's say, this specific store, that a store that I'm going to go on a regular basis, it may be worth it. So case in point, um, I have two um, daughters. So when I shop for clothing, I have a clothing um, store that I use for them that I have a credit card for because I know that it's giving me good reward points. It's free shipping um, no matter how much I, I, I spend. Um, it's free returns and they have a good sales so that if I add on to the advantages of having that card, it works out um, for, for, for us but it's just that card that I use. And that's the only time and the only place I shop for clothing for my daughter. So it does make sense. So those are kind of the thinking that you can put in place when you are thinking about, you know, what type of cards, because you're trying to have just the minimum that you need to maybe build your, your credit history, but you do not want to be overwhelmed by keeping track of so many cards. So to summarize, credit cards are a line of credit, right? They can be used to do different things, build your credit. They have um, some advantages and some rewards that you can redeem later. But those are financial tools. And as in anything that is finance related, if you are not careful, it can put you into a situation that is not the best for you. So again, my goal is use the credit card, but in a way that you never have credit card debt. Pay off your card every single time and you are able to do that because you anticipated your expense and you used it for something you were going to pay for anyway. Your groceries, you can put it on your credit card because you had budgeted for that. So hopefully, um, you know, the budget thing that's uh, an episode we're going to cover um, probably after uh, the credit score. But those are the type of things. Again, you have the money. You are just putting it on the card to build your credit history. But you will painlessly take the money, all of the money that you spent out of your uh, checking account to pay your credit card bill. Okay, so hopefully... That was helpful. It is <laughs> an episode that is much longer than um, the usual episodes, but this is a topic that is so important because you will find um, adults that you know are in credit card debt because some of the things were not clearly explained um, from the get-go, and it can be a trap. It can be a trap, and that's a trap I want to keep you away from. So hopefully that made sense. If you have any questions that is related to um, 
credit cards and credit card debt, please feel free to um, leave them in the uh, community section of um, the platform you're using to listen the podcast to, or um, follow me on Instagram. The handle is your future self. Well, thank you. Um, same name as it, uh, the podcast, and I will be happy to answer your questions. So again, so if this was at all helpful to you, consider sharing it with a friend that can use the information. And I will see you in the next episode. So again, next episode, we will talk about credit scores, what they are, what role credit cards play in the credit score, and what role others, what are the other players into the into the credit score. All right, I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.